But hey, now's our opportunity where we get to be able to invite our Mexican team up. We've got some 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 bar stools up there. And so why don't we put our hands together and really honor these guys for stepping out in faith. Hey, God bless you guys. Good evening, everybody. I've been saying good morning when I walked into church. I was saying good morning to everybody. I was stuck on stuck on the morning, but I've got it now. It's evening. Um, uh, yeah, we are so excited to share with you um, some of what we did and what God did on um, our trip to Mexico. We are uh, Hope Centre team, so we um, you know, went on behalf of you all, so to speak, and um, we really appreciate the prayer and um, the financial support that, um, that we got. It was, uh, it was really awesome. Um, I'll do kind of a little bit of an overview of a schedule, and then uh, everyone's going to share um, a little bit. Um, God did so much that there's you know no way that we can kind of share it in just a, a short time frame there will be photos coming up behind us um they'll just kind of scroll through i'll uh catch some of them as they go along and explain them but um if the a lot of these kind of group photos are when we were at life groups and um, we did we spent a lot of time um, at the different life groups or connect groups and um, hospitality is a big thing over there so uh, <laughs> there's lots of photos with meals because we kind of went places and they're like eat eat everybody um, which was fabulous um, so I'll do a quick overview so we were 10 days in um, a city called Reynosa it's where um, Alana lives Alana who's from Hope Centre she serves there uh, currently she is about to move but she's there currently and um, it's a border town in Mexico on the border with the United States and it's a very um, transient city. It's a very rough city. Ten years ago, there was a lot of um, issues with the cartel and uh, a lot of violence, a lot of crazy stuff happening. It's all kind of settled down now. So, like, we were safe and we never felt unsafe or anything else. But it's it's very recent history there of the violence, and it kind of shows in. I don't know the city and everything else. So it's a it's an interesting city. Uh, God is moving though. It's so amazing with the uh, the ministry Kaleo there, who's Alana Alana is serving under. They um, they really have a vision for the city and for Mexico, and it was really exciting to go there and um, join in and. Uh, yeah, share God's love and the power of the Holy Spirit um, in the different places that we went. So we spent um, a lot of time at different life groups that they have with their ministry and we would often go out in the streets and knock on people's doors, stop people on the street, invite them to the life group, invite them to the prayer night, invite them to the Sunday service, whatever was going on that day, we would go out, invite them and ask them for prayer. Um, often it would go into uh, sort of sharing the gospel and so we had a lot of just random conversations with random people on the street praying for them sharing the gospel inviting them to church and it was awesome they are so receptive to prayer it is absolutely amazing and uh, it was just it was amazing to see God at work every time we went out there were healings there were salvations Um, it was just it was just really awesome um, in the groups, each, all of us um, at different times shared testimonies and did Bible studies and uh, or preached. And then when we're going out on um, one-on-ones, there was, uh, as I said, we were um, praying for a lot of people. So there was words of knowledge, deliverance, healing, salvation, the whole shebang. It was fabulous. Uh, up he- the photos that those ones are at the refugee centre. So Kaleo set up a refugee centre to help with. Um, help support the migrants that come up from sort of central South America. 
some of the practical stuff we did. <laughs> sort out the warehouse that they have. Um, so, uh, oh, this is, this is ch- as a church, we uh, fixed up some drainage using Lewis's hands. Uh, but there we go. We helped fix some of their drainage. Uh, <laughs> So we used some of the um, fundraising money and money that was given to help. Um, uh, it was just a big boggy mess, so helped um, help sort that out for them. And um, so, yeah, the Refugee Centre is set up for um, particularly women and kids, but families are there as a safe place that they can wait while uh, trying to get into the US. So they have nothing to do with the political or the immigration side of it. It's just providing a safe place um, for people to to stay. And then while they're there, so what we helped with is um, that yeah, we could have conversations, we could pray with them, um, share the gospel, because sometimes they're there for a few days, sometimes they're there for a few months. Um, we did some cleaning there. We cleaned out the warehouse, as you saw. Um, it was uh, Bible, Bible stories with the kids, assisted with English lessons. Um, it, was, it was quite a challenging place. We also went to one, another um, uh, refugee centre that's not run by Kaleo. It's kind of one, a really big one, and there's like 2,000 people there. And tell you what, that was eye-opening. It was a lot of people in a really small space. And, but again, they're so open to receive prayer and... Uh, you kind of, I know, I'll jump into one of my testimony things, but it was, it was really humbling to, this is what I love about mission trips, you go and then you're like, I know what Jesus has done in my life and I want to share it, and then you go there and you hear their stories and it's like, you know, their village in Haiti has been burned down and destroyed and they've spent the last two years travelling up through South America because they want to get to a better life in the United States. You know, family members have died, they've, um, you know, been abused along the way. It's just awful. And you stand there and kind of go, do I believe that Jesus can work in this situation? You know? And then it's like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But it's also an awesome time to really challenge and grow your faith to be like, do I believe this? And yes, I do. And you pray for them and you see the hope in their eyes and you see the, um, the change. It's just awesome. <laughs> um, so yes, praise God. Uh, um, so we spent time in Reynosa and then we also went down to Central America, uh, sorry, Central um, Mexico, just south of uh, Mexico City in a place called Cuernavaca and then the region around it. And um, down there, it was another Kaleo base there. And um, it's one of the um, things that we did there was, uh, they call it a night of fire, and it's awesome. It's just like a revival night where people, uh, you just come, and it's just Holy Spirit moving. It's healings, deliverance, miracles. It's just fabulous. Um, in particular, so Alana is married, Alana from here, who's serving over there. Uh, she's married to Pablo. Pablo's a musician, he leads worship there, and he was leading worship, and it was so cool, because they're leading worship, at one point it was, they're singing this awesome song, it was in Spanish, but it was libertad, it was like liberty in the spirit, so freedom in the spirit, really like pumping it out, it was awesome, and then it become dark, and at the, the church that they have, there's literally only a roof, like there's nothing else, um, there's no walls, and so you can see out across this valley, and then all these fireworks started going off in the background, and it was amazing, it was like, we're shouting out, you know, freedom in the Holy Spirit, and then there's all these fireworks going off, and it was just like, oh, it was just like, so awesome, not planned, but awesome. Um, so it's really cool to go over and minister alongside the Kaleo team, they are you know, super Holy Spirit ministry, and so it was great to just be able to um, 
you know, carry the Hope Centre DNA and uh, and really work well with the people over there, um, sharing the, the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit and um, the good news of, of Jesus. So, uh, yeah, I'll, everyone's got a couple of a testimony or so to share, so I'll pass on. <laughs> uh, good evening, church. It's uh, good to be here, good to be home. Um, to be honest, I didn't, and I didn't mean this not in a disrespectful way, but I didn't particularly want to go. And it was, um, I just didn't feel like I was called to be a missionary. I didn't feel like I'm an evangelist. I'm still not an evangelist. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I did get it loud and clear from a couple of people that I, that, uh, I was supposed to go. And so I obeyed. Um, and and I'm, I'm glad about it too. There was, um, as much as you, I didn't feel like I was an evangelist in the gifting, um, it's it's an opportunity to work with other other giftings, and um, we one of the one of the things that happened was we were with a, an evangelist who was his name was Desi, and um, he, uh, he we would basically they would call it going out and evangelising, but you'd basically walk down the street just talk to anybody or you'd knock on a door and, and say hey do you guys need prayer for anything, and uh, Desi had this uh, word of knowledge that um, th- there was a family that had come into the and, around where we were living and staying in Reynosa and uh, they were uh, had made a bit of a name for themselves because they had had pretty light fingers and and you know had been involved in stealing and so on so Desi had this word of knowledge that he wanted to go and he, that we should go and talk to them so we went to the local uh, we call it a dairy but it was a local shop and asked where these people lived and we went round to their house and uh, invited you know said hello the little girl was outside and um, they the Dad came out, and then they invited us into into their house. Their little uh, it was basically a little square concrete box, and it was pretty uh, pretty nasty in there. Um, and one of the I think it was his, there was a guy and his brother, and then there was a wife and and two little kids. And and the guy was basically drunk. Up, uh, we think he had been drinking paint thinners or something. Um, and I walked in. It was a pretty well. We were all there, but it was a pretty sort of. Uh, interesting situation but uh, I had felt absolutely blank and way out of my league and um, but it was just so interesting uh, watching Desi, Desi uh, break into the into these people's lives and as, as an evangelist and talk to them about um, you know what God's doing and and, and uh, what how much he loves them and and it wasn't it was only it was in, must have been 10 minutes into it where I guess I'm a little bit prophetic and so it took, it took, <laughs> but but it was it was quite unusual because I was just absolutely blank until De- Desi after ten minutes had had been doing his evangelist thing, and then and then it was it was only after that that I started feeling like oh this is what's going on and picking up what you know what was going on in the in people's li- the people's lives and and so then I was able to chip in and. Um, it was so. Then it was that evening. We had a, um, a home group. So Desi invited them all around to the home group, and lo and behold, they turn up the whole lot of them, and um, which was pretty amazing. And and the funny thing it, it, over there is that if, if for new people, it's rude if you don't um, stand them up and, and talk to them. So at the end of the home group, they got to stand up, and everybody there went and talked to them and prayed for them and sung a song and. And it happened in church too. You stand the new people up, and everyone goes over to them and, and talks to them and sings to them. Literally, sing. L- literally, yeah. Literally There's a special sing. song that the band sings for the for the new people. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then, um, so we, we left soon after that, and Desi sent me a, a text and a photo of the family. Were, the whole family were at church that Sunday. And then it sent me another text a few days later, and um, they were on. They were out doing a um, an outreach with a planning on planting a church. One of the guys, the drunk guy, it turns out, was out doing an outreach. <laughs> so it was uh, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see the the whole process, I suppose. And um, so I guess that was one of the big takeaways for me. It was just seeing seeing um, uh, the different giftings work together in different in different ways, but just how, how the different giftings work together uh, for God's, God's goodness. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm relatively new to this church, so it was a surprise for me to hear God knock, knock, knock. Um, I went to a prophetic lab, and in the prayer time, um, Savannah actually said to me, so are you going on the missions trip? It's like, oh... I hadn't thought about it. So obviously I did the process, um, gave it up to God, and of course I went. So a, a privilege for me. Um, <clears throat> one experience I would like to share is we were in groups of four evangelizing, and we came across this butcher shop. <clears throat> and um, I, I said to one of the guys, I want to go in and have a look. You know, what do they sell here? And anyway, we went in just to have a look. And half an hour later, we came out and the mum, sorry, the, the wife and the husband both gave their lives to Christ. So, yeah, just amazing. So how that happened is we just went in for a look, obviously, and started talking to the couple. And the lady said, you know, I've got really bad leg pain and I've had it for quite some time. She's on medication. She's been to the doctor, but nothing's working. And so we said, how about we pray for you? So we started praying, and the, the really amazing thing I like about the Mexicans, this is my experience, is they don't just say, I'm healed, it's fine. They actually say the pain is still there. So you have an opportunity of praying and praying. So you're getting confidence with that, and they're actually giving you confidence by saying, actually, yeah, it's a little bit better. Um, and so again, we did the same thing with the husband. He actually had a really sore stomach. And so we prayed for him and he was healed. And then obviously we asked the question, do you actually want to give your lives to Jesus Christ? And they both said yes. So yeah, so that was really, really special. Um, <clears throat> a struggle for me was actually the language. I'm not a language person. Um, and I was in this group one day and I said to them, English? And they smile, English? No. <laughs> and I said, no Spanish. But I said to them, even though you speak Spanish and I speak English, we are speaking God's word. And with that, they were just joyful and, you know, big smiles from ear to ear. Um, and just, yeah, the experiences I've had have been really amazing. Hello, hello, <laughs> sorry. Um, I went because, I went to Mexico because I wanted to serve God on a mission, because I love missions. Um, it was just that simple, I guess, for me. Um, one testimony I guess I want to share is when we drove like an hour's 
uh, away from Reynosa to this town called Matamoros. And we went to this neighborhood um, and we went into this woman's uh, house who had two kids. Um, her name was Louisa and she shared the burden on her heart. Um, she shared that uh, churches in her neighborhood, they're quite um, religious. Uh, they require you to be perfect before you come to the service. And so um, thankfully she had met um, Dizzy from Kaleo. Um, they got connected and anyway, we're in her house and um, we bag like rice and beans and um, we pray and we um, sit out to the neighborhood. This neighborhood's like pretty kind of sketchy. There's some drug abuse, as we were told, some prostitution. So um, we went out in one group and we um, did house visits and prayed for... Um, prayed for uh, Louise's neighbors and invited them to uh, the following Saturday. There was, I think, a life group that they're starting up. Um, and we spent three hours just praying and um, evangelizing. And it was so awesome to see Louisa and her two uh, kids, um, one who was like 24 and one who just turned, he's now nine. Um, their whole family was into evangelism and it was just so cool to see that um, the Lord had been pressing on um, their heart for his like Holy Spirit to move there. Um, yeah, it was really cool because um, cause I, sometimes you don't think about um, what God's doing in other places um, when, if you don't live there. Uh, but it, yeah, it was really cool to see this family. Um, a personal testimony... Um, this, this happened on the night of fire. Um, we were with this uh, lo local Mexican missionary called Axel who's um, engaged to a Kiwi missionary. Um, anyway, so we're just kind of, it was kind of one of those lull moments. We weren't really going out yet. We were still sitting up. Um, and he was like to me, hey, do you have back pain? And I was like, I was like, yes. And he was like, I think one of your legs is shorter than the other. And I know this because of the way you're walking and how like one of your shoes is worn out, more worn out than the other. And I was like, what? I had no idea. Um, anyway, I just thought that the back pain was kind of like the cost of going on a mission, you know? Um, so anyway, he prays for me. He like, prays, he like, my legs like this, and then he like prays, and he's like, ven, ven, Espiritu Santo, which is come Holy Spirit. And he says a whole bunch of things. And then I just feel this like warm sensation go down my leg, and I'm like, what? I'm like, me? <laughs> um, and um, I did actually have a little bit of back pain after like during the night. But then after that, I had, I had no back pain. Like it's, I had none after that. So if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. So it was really awesome. Um, yeah, everywhere we went, it was just uh, lots of meeting people and testimonies of what God was doing. We just saw God doing amazing things. And something that I really loved and what, um, so for me about, 
going, there's not so much a challenge about going somewhere. Like it's always interesting for me to go somewhere new or anything else. The challenge for me is when I come back to make sure I don't lose what I've gained there. So over what I find on mission field, like it's so, so much easier to kind of step out the box and go pray for people when to just stop someone on the street because it's just you're out of your comfort zone anyway so then you just do it but then the challenge is to do it here as well and not become so like I'm a reasonably task focused person uh, and so not become so task focused and um, you know focused on just day-to-day life that we forget to look with God's eyes for the people around us, for the people we walk past on the street, for our co-workers, for our, um, you know, the people you're at school with, uh, who you're at work at work with, to look at them with God's eyes and uh, to know that He wants to touch their lives the same way He's touched your life, and you know He wants to use you to do it. He wants to use me to do it. He wants to bring change through us. You know we are. Uh, Christ ambassadors to the world around us. We carry the kingdom of God. And so you don't have to go to Mexico to do it. We can do it in our backyard. It's the same people around the world. It's, we're, we're people all around the world. And so um, uh, that for me is a good, a good challenge coming home. And um, something I wanted to uh, point out too is that it's this time of year. Uh, you know, Christmas Eve service is next week. So when people ask, hey, what are you doing for Christmas? You can say, oh, I'm going to Christmas Eve service at church. Would you like to come? You know, you're invited. It's as easy as that, you know, like just to bring it into the conversation. So I want to encourage you and challenge you in the same way that I'm going to be challenging myself to just say that extra sentence, say that extra conversation and not forget that God loves the people, loves the person in front of you the same as he loves you. Um, uh, I just wanted to let you know um, what we, um, so we did fundraising um, for the trip because we wanted to be able to bless people over there and then um, we were also given um, money to be able to do stuff over there as well which is so fabulous. So um, with the money that we took we were able to bless um, a lot of the missionaries who went, we went out with, they were using their own sort of time um, and uh, like if, if we're out for a whole day, then it would be, you know, meals and stuff. So we we're able to bless the missionaries that we we're going out with, um, the churches that we we're meeting. We were able to buy just practical things like buying the lunch and buying the, buying the dinner and the drinks. And the, it's so hot that you need to you know, stay hydrated. <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, so we were able to do that. And uh, as I mentioned before, the drainage at the refugee centre was a big boggy mess. So thanks to Lewis for his skill. Um, and everybody for the money that we were able to help in that way. We were also um, we also were able to give money to for Christmas presents for the kids at the refugee centre because they are just sitting there waiting. <laughs> you know the kids are just there, um, and so um, the team at the refugee centre had been saving or trying to get together stuff all year um, to be able to give some gifts at Christmas. So we were able to um, give some money towards that and also some extra food for. Um, 
for Christmas and we were able to give money towards a roof for a new church that they're wanting to plant further south into Mexico. Um, you know, as a hope centre, we were like all about planting new churches and stuff. So I thought it was a really awesome, um, when we heard about what they were doing is uh, they need, because it's so hot, they need a roof to be able to start and chairs. So we sewed into their, um, their new church plant. So yay, everybody, you are involved in planting a new church in Acapulco in Mexico. <laughs> Um, and and then there was also some, some practical stuff around like one of the places we stayed at where a couple of the missionaries are um, they didn't have a washing machine they were washing by hand um, and so we were able we purchased a uh, secondhand washing machine and got it installed so now when other teams go hopefully more Hope Centre teams uh, you know they'll have a washing machine just some really practical stuff to help the missionaries help the people help um just what God is doing in Mexico and we're so excited to have done it, it's excited to be back and excited, um, I'm excited for what, for Hope Centre, um, you know I want to be organising more teams so uh, keep it in mind if it's something that you're interested in, like over the next few years we're going to be regularly doing teams, not necessarily in Mexico but hopefully including that, but just keep it in mind um, that it's something that you can always start praying about, start saving for because um, it really does change um, Change your change, change your life um, for the better, and uh, it's challenging to give um, in in that environment, but so rewarding and so um, strengthening for your faith uh, as well. So we're looking forward to um, getting back to Hope Centre, serving in our different ways, and um, you know, come and talk to us about. There's plenty more testimonies to to share. Sweet. Hey, why don't we just jump on our feet, and if, if a couple of people want to come up as well, let's just let's bless this team for going, for spending their money, their investing their time. Um, but let's also pray pray a couple of things. Let's let's just pray that the things that, um, as Hannah was saying, the things that you know that, that they picked up that they wouldn't lose, that there would be a permanent deposit just in their spirit and who they are. And so we honor you guys. We honor you for stepping out in faith. We honor you for using your giftings. We honor you for representing Hope Center so well. And, um, and we're really excited about what God has done. And so let's, um, let's just bless them as a church. And let's just pray. Uh, let's, let's, let's pray that that which God has planted in them would be just so deposited uh, deeply into their spirit. And Lord, also God, we thank you, God, that, Lord, that even as a church, that we can receive something of the grace of those that they served in, Lord, that there would be a, 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 a strengthening and a grace that would even flow back from this team, God, into our church. Father, even as we've sought to bless them, we thank you, God, that Kaleo and others that they've ministered to, that there would be something that would be on their lives that would also bless us. And so we thank you for that, that blessing, that reciprocal blessing, God, in the Spirit. And, and Father, we honor this team. We honor the giftings that you have stretched and we pray that they would remain stretched. We thank you for the things that they have sharpened in. Let them remain sharp. And Father, we, we receive them back, Lord, not in the exact way that they left, but we receive them back, O oh God, in a sense, knowing, God, you have planted something in their hearts and in their lives that you've shaped them. And so we receive them back changed in a way. 
And so we thank you. You, you cause us to, to change from glory to glory. And so we thank you for that, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together and bless these guys for stepping out? Who knows? You could be next. <laughs>